Welcome to episode 188 of Stageworthy. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby. Stageworthy is a podcast about people in Canadian theatre featuring conversations with actors, directors, playwrights, and more. As we head into another episode featuring Toronto Fringe performers, I want to remind you that Simple Truth Theatre is presenting my solo play, The Commandment, at the Toronto Fringe. The Commandment is a dark comedy about what happens when an atheist discovers that he's been chosen to deliver God's new commandment. The Commandment will be presented at the Tarragon Extra Space, and you can find out all about it by finding it in your fringe listings or by following me on my social links on Twitter and Instagram at Phil Rickaby. And you can also find details on simpletruththeater.com. And as always, if you want to drop me a line about the podcast, you can find it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at StageworthyPod. And the website is stageworthypodcast.com. Now, let's talk about Today Takes. Today Takes is an app and website that offers easy and affordable access to a wide variety of must-see cultural performances from plays and musicals to dance, opera, comedy, immersive experiences, and so much more. And Today Takes is definitely the place to be for Luminato tickets, because this week you can find $20 rush tickets to Hell's Fury and Triptych, as well as really affordable tickets for many other shows. And remember that you can get $5 off your first purchase on Today Takes if you use the code STAGEWORTHY when you check out. Today Takes makes ticket buying easy, and you can purchase tickets in less than 30 seconds. Get it on iOS and Android, or go to todaytakes.com. And remember to use the code STAGEWORTHY when you make your first purchase on the app. This is my fourth Toronto Fringe episode of the season, and remember that from now until the end of Fringe, I'll be talking to performers and creators with shows in the Toronto Fringe. And don't forget my regular Fringe Roundup on both of the Saturdays of the Toronto Fringe, where I will sit down with a group of artists and talk about their Fringe to date, what shows they've loved, and more. Those episodes are recorded and released by noon on both Saturdays of the Fringe. This week, my guests are the Tita Collective, who present their show, Tita Jokes, at the Tarragon Main Space at this year's Toronto Fringe. We did Montreal yeah. Sketchfest there, yeah. and then we did um, this conference called Pinai Power. Okay. Pinai Power 2, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So we were there twice within the past, what is it, two months? Two months. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think it was like one month. Oh, is it one month? Within a month. Because we, we month, left then. April 19. Oh, okay. And then Sketchfest was like the 10th, 11th. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, April 19th is when we left for Pinai Power. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it is within a month. So we did a little bit of back and forth between Toronto and did Montreal. Did you train or did you drive or did you... We trained the first time and then drove the second time. Yes. yes. The trains are so nice. They are nice. Mm-hmm. They're, be- they're, they're probably the best way to travel if only they were faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I could get everybody just to, 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 we'll start here on my left, Ooh. just say your name. That way I will know both how to pronounce it and uh, our audience will know... Uh, uh, who, who each voice belongs to. Cool. Awesome. So just our names? Sure. Okay. Uh, first and last? <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll go with first and last. Great. I'm Alia Rasul. I'm Mary Cress Rivera. Belinda Corpus. And I'm Isabel Canon. Awesome. Okay. So, um, just, I mean, I've talked to you guys. We talked uh, yeah. before uh, Prairie Nurse. Mm-hmm. You guys are new to the podcast over here. And uh, I want to start by uh, uh, the Tita Collective. 
Um, first off, for those who don't know, what's what's a tita? <laughs> Uh, a tita means, like, in the most basic terms, ant. Okay. It, it's ant in Tagalog. Okay. Um, but in the Philippines, we call uh, older women, it's a term of endearment, we call them titas. Even if they're not blood-related mm. to us, we call them titas. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Endearment and a little bit, um, like, respect, because it mm-hmm. also means... Older but wiser. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's this like stigma all the time when when people who are younger than us call us, oh hi Tita. We're like, no, 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 don't call me that. Yet. I'm not that old. Yeah. Um, so we were like, wait, but what's what's wrong with being a respectful, wise woman, mm-hmm. which yeah. is what a tita is. Yeah. And so we, we took yeah, it. For sure. <laughs> I definitely had maybe one or two of those moments, and I'm like, reclaiming the word. Yeah. Like, taking it back. Yeah. Taking it. Was that a... Was, how long did it take you to get from, no, 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 I'm not that old, to 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 reclaiming it? I guess, like, it's, it's funny because even when we talk to people who are older than us, they're mm-hmm. like, why would you call yourself Tita? Because <laughs> to them, we are the younger sure. generation, yeah, yeah. so they don't even recognize us as um, as Tita. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think uh, it's myself, funny. Though, like, yeah. I think we all joked about it yeah. um, because one time we were all hanging out and then we just started seeing our moms come out, <laughs> each of our moms. Yeah. And so we were like, oh my gosh, ha, ha, we're like titas, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And then we fully embodied becoming <laughs> yeah. a tita within like yeah. a day. <laughs> it's just in your blood. I mean, we also like, how we met was through a play where... Um, uh, it was about two families that are very matriarchal. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we embodied those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because for me, it was such a strange, like, my mom is very quiet and doesn't really share much. So it was a bit strange to, you know, uh, you know, put those shoes on or put that character on. Mm-hmm. And it became, it, it sort of was like, oh, it's not that different from me. Uh oh. (laughs) I think also, like for some of us or all of us, uh, we're literal, literal titas. Like, uh, my sister has two kids. Mm -hmm. They're eleven and eight years old. So, uh, since they've been born, they've been calling me tita. So that's like I was Uh, called a tita from very, very young. And then, like the older I got, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm a tita now. And now it's just been like, yes. Yeah. all the time. I have about six or seven nieces. Or yeah. Nieces. yeah, yeah, I am an actual teacher. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. like funny things for me where it's like, oh, I have nieces and nephews that are older than me that I never knew I was their tita. Like oh, in the in right. the like forest that is my family. So, like, <laughs> really, like I think that everybody has you yeah. know, the forest that is their family. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like what? Anyway, so, <laughs> so it's like yeah, I am a tita somehow, some way in that yeah. technical term. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And so what made you guys want to come together to form uh, the Tita Collective and to to start doing, like, sketch comedy? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> no. uh, okay, well, what Elia <laughs> mentioned, we all met 
um, doing a play. So we all collaborated in this play. We're all the creative team for it. Mm -hmm. And so we wrote, we performed, we teched, all of it. We produced it as well. And so, and it was more than us. It was women and men and, you know, every, yeah. like a lot were involved. Um, but uh, we we really meshed all together, mm -hmm. and we had a strong point of view of yeah. Filipino women, mm -hmm. which I mean, the boys can't get right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so we had we hung out like every week anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so and we're all workaholics. Yeah. <laughs> so we decided why not just make it a work thing, and we're like, all right, mm -hmm. cool. So our hangouts became meetings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then we started being like, wouldn't this be a cool idea? And then just sign up for like a festival here or a grant here. And, they're like, and we're all like, sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> why course. not? Let's see. Why not? Yeah. So which came first, the festival or your first sketch? Like which, like were you oh. writing? Like, um, how did that happen? Um, Izzy and I uh, have been writing sketch comedy for about four or five years mm -hmm. now. So yeah. we came through the... Uh, the Second City Conservatory program, mm -hmm. and then we followed uh, with the Bob Curry program, which mm -hmm. is, I think, the first time um, a Tita sketch was ever done. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that sketch uh, came first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And at the time, it was... Uh, it was me and Ali, obviously, and then uh, other people that weren't Filipino. Mm -hmm. um, but we, we mm -hmm. just thought, like, wouldn't it be great to have this sketch? Because it, it was, like, uh, for, a fil uh, for a Filipino family. Yeah. So yeah. Like, mm -hmm. We should have Filipinos here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think when we were, when we were like, starting out, um, I remember how people reacted to uh, that sketch, mm -hmm. I remember a few Filipino comedians or even audience members coming up to us being like, I, I've never seen my mom represented on stage like that. Mm -hmm. And they're like kind of, you know, like that mind blown kind of squinty eye yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think we were like, oh my gosh, what if the whole show was Tita Sketches? Yeah. <laughs> We've been pitching this show for a while. That's true. We pitched the show at like maybe... Two years ago, the theater could be like, hey, imagine Mother's Day, Tita jokes. Tita jokes, Mother's Day. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I think it all kind of started as quote-unquote joking. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we were, you know, all jokes are half-meant. So. Yeah. It's true. It's true. No, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and because, like, me and Alia, exactly, we, we wrote sketches way back when. And then we obviously have these connections to these other Filipino women who are so amazingly talented in ways that we are not. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and we were like, what, what, what's missing in a regular sketch show? Mm. Yeah. And we found the people <laughs> that yeah. made them more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of was like, I think the stereotype, I think, of a Filipino is like, good at karaoke they're yeah. good at singing <laughs> yeah. you know uh funny dramatic. good at dancing dramatic yeah. so we're like all right well we need musicians we got them yeah. <laughs> we need dancers we got them yeah. and uh karaoke so much karaoke yes so it almost feels like there were all the pieces were there and mm -hmm. it just like you know, it took us a bit of time <laughs> to yeah. put it all together. But it's funny 
right. It was a bit of time, but it also happened like so, so quick. Like, yeah, yeah. We've been at this for, I think, together. I mean, the Emerging Craters unit at the theater company was like, what, three years ago now? Yeah. yeah that was three years ago. And then yeah. the play was two years ago. Two years years ago. And then we started one year ago. Yeah. So each year Mm. we've progressed as a collective. Yeah. I I guess it was about a year ago that I started seeing mentions of the Tita Collective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. About a year ago. Yeah. 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 So as you were putting this all together, um, are all of the sketches written? Or do you improvise them? How are they? Like, how do? What's your creative process like? Oh, a mix, a mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we have different ways. So I think like some some of us are really good at like here's an idea and here it is in like written sketch format, mm-hmm. super mm-hmm. clear. And some of us, me, <laughs> takes takes my time and you know like maybe we improvise it. Let's see, maybe mm-hmm. when the conditions are perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll hear a song. Who knows? Um, So it's a mix of that. And we really make space for everyone's creative Mm. process. Mm -hmm. Um, And that also manifests itself in the production side. Mm -hmm. So like I said, me, like in terms of creating copy, you know, like writing anything, Mm -hmm. it's like pulling teeth. Yeah. But Mary Chris can (laughs) word vomit like no other person. Yep. Yeah. All those captions on social media are mostly me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like, I love editing. Like, I love taking things apart and putting it together. But mm-hmm. there has to be something there. Mm-hmm. So between me and Mary, because I'm like, Mary, Chris, you got to write a caption. And all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes. And so it goes. Yeah. Nice. And a lot of our sketches, too, are, like, music. Right. Yeah. So um, Belinda also being a singer-songwriter. Uh, how, how? Yeah. 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 Because, like... Well, yeah, well, I guess we've talked about this before, like having like, um, like for myself, having a, like a really heavy music background. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, that's how I think in terms of like, what do I hear? And then how can we translate that on stage? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the time, um, it's I, I like just view the, I guess, finished products mm-hmm. as they are the drafts and then and you know trying to like hear like, what's what would that sound like? Mm-hmm. Like, what would that sound like? And then what would that look like? Then and then all that type of stuff. So that's really cool. Are you creating music on the fly? For uh, this? for this one, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. no. But <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yes. It's, 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 yeah. kind it's of. composed. Like yeah. most of the music is going to be composed. Like there, there isn't going to be any music improv necessarily. Mm. Not in that. Like there is and there isn't. Like I don't want to say too much theater company called Keystone Theater. We created yeah. uh, plays in the style of silent film, and right. our music director David Atkinson would we would we would show him like what we had worked on, right. and yeah, yeah. or sometimes he would watch us create it, and yeah. he would just start making music, and then next thing we knew, his he would say, "I'm just noodling," and then yeah. next thing we know, that would be the music. Yeah. So if you're creating yeah. music in much the same way. Yeah, well, the, the great thing with this production is that we have a music director coming in who's mm. going to help us with all that. Uh, her name is Ayaka um, Kinugawa. K- Kinugawa. And so she's she's going to come in and help us really hone in on, mm-hmm. on the pieces that already exist because we've done the show before many, mm-hmm. many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, although this version is going to be revamped and quite yeah. different from like the past productions. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I guess there will be, yes, there will be music that will be <laughs> improvised and and made on the fly because she'll be playing live mm. with us yes. during yes. the show. So yeah. that it, there's yeah. like endless opportunities when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. 
Yeah, it's yeah. really great to see all those like different disciplines meld together yeah. on stage yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah, and I think like generally maybe not so much in like uh, in the creation process. Like I think some of us will have ideas like like sometimes like I'll give Belinda a call like Hey Belinda like what about this intro? It's got to be a cappella, but it's got to be a bit jazzier. But it's also kind <laughs> of like Lizzo. Do you have any <laughs> and then she'll be like, Got it. <laughs> Starting out, you've already done the Montreal Sketch Fest, and then then the, the you were back there again, you know, and, and now you're doing French. You already like you mounted your own production of, mm-hmm. of this yeah. show a yeah. while back. Yeah. That's pretty fast. <laughs> the to get to that point, people are often working a lot longer than Okay, that. also, I, I, I love how you say three years, but it's not three years. It's one that year. That was the one year. Oh, that was the one year. I know, but okay. Like, it is one year. It is one year, and we did work pretty fast. But I'll say that it, like, two years to get to know each other is also, yeah. like, that, that but was... But we were never... Uh, a collective mm. until yeah. a year ago. We all hung out. With, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We all hung out with each other yeah. starting three years ago. But well, we worked together first before we yes. worked together. I think yes. the magic is when you streamline all that energy. Yeah. yeah. And then when it's funneled through something with like that one objective, then mm-hmm. things are really quick because you know what your intentions are. And that's yes. like the strength of our group is that yeah. we mm-hmm. always know what where our ten- our intentions go and what our point of view is yes. so then everything is always clear mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. there's always a clearer path yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and oh sorry go on Oh, and it's also our fault for being fast because we kind of <laughs> lit a fire yeah. under our asses yeah. by, um, oh, let's apply to this grant. Okay. Do, 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 do. Oh and then, like, a, yeah, a month later, we got it. We're like, oh, oh crap. Yeah. It's right <laughs> now. Get a yeah. show up now. now. Yeah. But yeah. we didn't, like, yeah. we applied five things at once and we got them all. Yeah. So like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's true. But the thing is, all of us individually (laughs) have been doing this for a while. Yes. Yes. So we have, we do have like the experience of like, we know when, you know, we know, like I've applied for that grant before for something else. Mm -hmm. And I've been in Montreal Sketch Fest Fest before. Mm -hmm. So in Toronto Sketch Fest, we've all been in different Mm -hmm. French productions. Mm -hmm. um, And we have a bit of network. So like, even though we are, we are, we're new to the French seen as a collective but we know a few people who have been you know who are able to mentor us mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah yeah well you guys are being mentored by uh, by sex t-rex yeah, yeah. 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 they were saying yesterday they were like yes. we found our way back okay. to the fridge <laughs> <laughs> it's just every year speaking of the fringe, did you guys get in the lottery or? We did, but we actually entered through the culturally diverse artist okay. program program. Yeah. program lottery. Awesome! We were second on the waiting list, oh, yeah. and people yeah. dropped out. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> thank goodness for the wait. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when did that's how I'm doing my show. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 So if it wasn't for the wait list, I'd be out. Yeah. yeah. No. So Ellie and I found out. I 
think we were mm. on our way to a rehearsal for yeah. something else. Mm. And we were just like in a cafe across the street killing time. Decided to check my email. And well, before that, we were <laughs> oh. like, we're like, you know what? Like, we've been waiting to hear from French for a while. I, and then yeah. I was like, Mary Chris, I'm going to let that go. I'm going to like open myself to new opportunities. Uh. And then Mary Chris looks at her email and she's like, <gasps> and then like stops for like a good few beats. And I'm like, what? <laughs> jokes we just mounted our yeah. full production and I was so tired I got home this was I think the my first day off mm-hmm. so I was like oh my god yes oh, yeah. I this. I'm gonna take a break I sat down in my recliner had my edamame I was gonna watch like a movie and then Mary Chris sends the text we got in fridge and I'm like fudge <laughs> 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 writing on my laptop <laughs> new sketches. And then we were like, we have the show. <laughs> I know. It was yeah. wild. It was so fast. And I think yeah. the weekend after that, we all, because, oh, the weekend after that was like our first year anniversary. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, we decided to hold back on announcing that we got into Fringe yes. until our anniversary date. And like, here's a big, long, sappy post, all the artists we work with, how grateful we are to the yeah. community. Oh, by the way, we're in Fringe. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the, like, it was like this long, and then like, this just was like a hand Let's see who actually read to and the then, end. Like, on the bottom, there was like, oh, we're in Fringe. Like, I it's just would like, recommend <laughs> you on your restraint. <laughs> because I got in fringe, like we, we got the notice that we were in fringe, and I want to be like, Yes! <laughs> yes! You know, I wanted to tell, I like I, I waited because they were having some problems with their their uh, uh, the credit card processing. Oh. Oh, we got in, so we, I didn't want to announce it until, you know, we pitted them. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah totally. But then after that, I was like, all right, I'm announcing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not waiting any longer. Oh, we strategically plan oh, yeah. out yeah. our social media. Oh, what yeah. we announce. Because there's yeah. also yeah. five of us and so yes. we all individual, which we have sure. done and yes. still do, where we're all like, Post, post, post. And then you see the Tita post and it's like literally the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just like a little bit edited to be different. And it's just, sad yeah. if, if the, the last person to post it because everybody has liked everyone else's. Yeah. So the last one people are like, ah, I've already yeah. liked yeah. all the yeah. others. Yeah. <laughs> and usually it's me and I'm like, no. <laughs> so I stop now. I'm just like, share the Tita I do. Post. Yeah. 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 I share it. So yeah. who's, who's, who has the keys to the Tita uh, social media? Who's the... We all share it. Has that ever, has that ever caused cross-posting or, or issues or... I mean, or I... really well discuss everything before it's posted? I once deleted our entire account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had to start from scratch. We started from scratch. I think it's like four or five months I in. I got us back. To... I got us... I felt yeah. so bad. I thought so it was a joke at first. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I felt so bad. It was so much worth it. We were like yeah. 300 followers, and I was like, oh, I feel so bad. So I like, I like, like as many people as possible. And I was like, just like count on me, everyone. Oh. <laughs> Did you delete the account or just the post? No, no, the yeah. whole account. Oh, yes, yes, the whole account. Yes. I was like, no, 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 I couldn't. Gosh, because I had accidentally tried to create a business, whatever. It's like a business account. Yeah. And I, was like, I want this business account. Yeah. Deleting it. I'm like, no. I deleted the original. 
goodness. It was very sad. I felt like I would like mourn for a little bit. I don't. I, I'm having a moment as you talk. About it. Oh, no. Good. I'm glad. No, no, it's serious stuff. I like distinctly remember after that happening, going back within my own Instagram post and be like, okay, I have to change the Tisa handle to the new handle, so everything like links back to oh. that to the right. Oh. And then all the bios, but it was fun. Yeah, and, and yeah. we have way more followers. Oh, exactly. Yeah, we have bigger followers. It was like a revamp. It was actually a strategic. So talk a little bit about about about, about your your background, Mary Chris. Um, we, I think we've alluded to some things. Oh yeah. We've talked we talked right. at length about about their background. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had two of them for an hour, so we're a lot of where, where they came from. So so. Your, sure. <laughs> what's what's your background in terms of in terms of like performing? So I, I guess I'm primarily a musician and a dancer, but I also work as a stage manager and I've been doing that for like the past like five years mm. or so. But uh, I play in a band called Understudy, and we do a mix between like pop and like pop and rock and some funk music. Mm-hmm. We basically couldn't decide on a genre, so we were like, let's play everything. <laughs> and I am slowly but surely starting to work on like more original music, hoping mm. to release a solo EP in the next two years, hopefully. <laughs> I'm putting that out there, so hold myself a can of that. But I've also been dancing for the majority of my life, and throughout university, uh, I was part of a couple of different dance companies. So I was part of City Dance Corps' uh, youth training company. I was part of Boss Dance Company, where we did uh, primarily hip-hop. And I now kind of dabble in this cool fusion between contemporary <laughs> and hip-hop and learning a little bit more... Yeah, like what is like what is, like does that intersection look like? And mm. I've also been studying this other movement called uh, Gaga Movement, which was started in Israel by the Batsheva Dance Company. And I've been training with a couple of instructors whenever they come to Toronto, mm. uh, exploring that kind of practice. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, in terms of your like being a stage manager. Mm-hmm. Is that hard to leave behind? Because, you know, there's some people who are like, I had a friend. She's a really awesome stage manager, but she wants mm-hmm. to be a performer. She's like, you can never tell anyone. <laughs> I know how to stage manage because will, they will never let me work as an actor. Everybody wants a good stage manager. And yeah, you know, yeah. Do you ever find anything like that, like a pull? It was a bit of a reversal for that. So I started out in performance, and mm-hmm. I grew up in Toronto, and I went to a typical school of the arts, and I majored in musical theater. But when I went to university, I decided to go more of an academic route. So Mm. I went to Ryerson and I did their arts and contemporary studies program. And then within that, I majored in culture studies and double minored in marketing and English. I really like school and studying too. Uh, But throughout university, I actually stumbled upon stage management by accident. Mm. So I was asked to come onto a show just to work backstage of uh, for another youth company that I used to be part of, Mm -hmm. realized this is a lot of fun. I really like being behind the scenes and learning how everything runs and operates because the stage management team is just as big a part, if not a bigger part of the whole production mm-hmm. itself than the performers too. Um, so I guess like throughout university, I was learning more about like that craft and then like doing other like music and dance on yeah. the side and trying to see if I could figure out a way that I could maybe put all of those together. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I would stage manage or produce smaller dance showings um and that was kind of cool so i could bring in like musicians for this and this yeah. uh, was called short dances and i was doing this for like um it was a monthly showcase 
for that I was running for about a couple of years now. And from time to time, I'll still do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I would also argue that she didn't really leave stage management behind. Yeah. She's like the youngest one of us. Yeah. She's also like the person who's like, okay, we've been joking for three, <laughs> yeah. three more points on the agenda and we only have 15 minutes left. This happened yesterday. <laughs> um, it, as, when you are when you don't have your stage manager hat on and yeah. you're working with a stage manager, do you ever have a moment of like, I wouldn't do it like that? Not really. Most of the stage managers we've worked with have been awesome. Nice. And it's cool. also because uh, it's more recently been working in comedy, mm-hmm. and I have had no experience in doing comedy at all since uh, until I started with the Tita Collective. So it's actually been kind of cool learning what the stage management is like on that side. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more chill than theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right then. Yeah. That I or well yeah I would say it's a lot more chill than theater and dance and musical theater. Oh my god, <laughs> there's a whole lot of that um but it's been nice being able to look at that and learn from that uh but i also kind of get sometimes this feeling if i'm talking to the stage manager or the techs in the booth Mm -hmm. i actually know the language that they're talking about Mm -hmm. it's like yes we're talking Mm -hmm. about like um if they're talking about the lightning plot and like okay how about this and this and this yeah can we get those together helps us it helps us a lot because then we're writing with all of that stuff yeah yeah Yeah. our scripts are both the tech and (laughs) the visual scripts that's got to be really helpful when you walk into a new space though yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Your even for fridge, like with a the the truncated tech period that you have, which is you mm-hmm. know, two to three hours, to have all that stuff written down, they're gonna like that. That makes your life a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fringe, um, each of you, um, I know you guys last year each had separately. Belinda and Izzy, you both were mm-hmm. in in different shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and did, what was your uh, over over on the other side? What what are the what fringe? Uh, shows have you guys done in the past? So uh, I was actually part of the Fringe 100 program, which is now known as the TED program. And that was their um, youth like producer training mm-hmm. program where you can kind of get to know like, okay, what is Fringe really like? And I was in the first ever cohort. You of would be. <laughs> of course I was. I went right out of high school and was like, sense. how do I get more theater? There's a free program by the French. Okay, I just want to see more shows. And we're like, oh, this is awesome. So um, it's important to note that Mericus has applied for five such programs in the last year alone. Yeah. <laughs> so is just out of curiosity, is Mary Chris the the keener of the group, or we in we're all keener. Yeah, all the keener. It sounds like Mary Chris is the one that's like, no, I'm going to do all the things. Oh no, that's all of us. She's the youngest and has the most energy. She's like, we'll do, I'll do everything, and we're like, yeah, okay. I'll do that. <laughs> or, we're like, or we're like, we've it's already we've done been it. done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last year, I was in a fringe show called Generally Hospital. Um, so we, it was a, it's a sketch show as well about um, about a hospital, <laughs> and our whole mandate is to uh, uh, put a spotlight on accessibility because. Um, a lot of comedy spaces mm-hmm. and comedy in general mm-hmm. in Toronto, if not all of Canada, um, is very inaccessible. Mm-hmm. Like quite literally, because most comedy spaces are up a flight of stairs or in a basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to make a show that um, showed showed that you can make the performance space accessible as well as like the audience space accessible. Um, we we had um, 
an audio described show. Mm-hmm. We had a, a, an ASL uh, show and we had a relaxed performance, which mm-hmm. was like quite new for sketch comedy. Um, and we, we won the Davidson Memorial Award for accessibility mm-hmm. and we were not nominated for the Canadian comedy, uh, awards, awards <laughs> for the best live ensemble. So yeah. it's been quite a ride. Yeah, it was yeah. like a really, it was a bit, like, we were all really nervous because we were doing something very different. Yeah. And we were all kind of new. <laughs> we were like a new ensemble. Um, and it's interesting, like, we attracted a very different crowd than, like, your typical Toronto Sketch Fest mm-hmm. crowd, mm-hmm. for example. And they related to it. And so that was like, mm-hmm. I think I cried. And how was everybody's fringe experience last year? Because you're all like doing your different things. And we all uh, partied in the tent. Yeah. 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 I found myself at the tent like too much. That's generally a problem for a lot of people. And I was coming from the Monarch Tavern on top of that, so you're like, oh, I'm at the Monarch Tavern. Let's go to the Fringe Tent. And you're like, oh, from a bar to another bar. Exactly. And you're like, oh. Oh, what was cool though about Last Fringe is when we were all together, I think that's when people started like, oh, the tea ties. Yeah. When are you going to get your fringe show? And then we were like, Next year. Yeah, Derek yeah. Chua yeah. predicted it. If anything, Derek, Derek Chua was like m- kind of manifesting it yeah. in his own way. Because he kept saying yeah. it and we were like, what? Yeah. 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 We're like, it's a lottery. What can we do? Yeah. Yeah. So. And it was like, yeah, no, it was, uh, I love Fringe. It's yeah. Like, it's such a fun time. Yeah. It's my favorite yeah. time of year. Yeah. And this year's going to be so exciting. I mean, like every Fringe is exciting, but this year we there were like, Three, three yeah. Filipino productions. Yes, which is wild. Can I say that I think that's 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 pretty awesome because generally my complaint about Fringe is is its is its overall whiteness, and yeah. I mm-hmm. often feel like that's a barrier to other people of color. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, why also one of the reasons why we made the Tuta Collective too, right, is because. Th- the audience, Filipino audiences don't necessarily go to live theater. Mm-hmm. And we find that that might be like a, a culture thing for us and maybe other um, POC cultures mm-hmm. as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you hear this time and time again when we have conversations with our parents that we want to go into the arts. Oh. They're like, no, why? <laughs> um, so it it's hard for us to get them out mm-hmm. and see us. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. white audiences, they grew up in the theater. This is sure. their summer yeah. vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the climate is shifting. Yes. We are getting more people out there. And that's when I cried. When, <laughs> um, when we made our first show and a bunch of Filipinos yeah. came. And Oh, I cried too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we, we all had a collective did. cry backstage and then yes. maybe on stage too. On stage. Yes. Before you went on or like after? No, after. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I may have cried before. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a lot of emotions that we get. Because it's meaningful when you see like, Oh wow, it's it's all brown yeah. Yeah. out there, you know, yeah. and and like yeah, you you never see that. Yeah, and just like the confidence of like I'm gonna put something down and they're gonna pick it up. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's like we can get as niche or go in deep into our like familial uh, 
family references yeah. and Filipino references, and that they'll get it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it just felt so good to be supported by yeah. our community, yeah. Yeah. which oh, gosh, I yes. think going into the arts is something that is hard. Yeah, yeah. and yes. I think I think that because there are five of us, yeah, we so. can be more specific into like a Filipina as like the mm-hmm. different kinds. Yeah, mm-hmm. so more Filipinas can feel represented. Yeah, generally, you know, like with tokenism, mm-hmm. there's usually. Not even Filipino, the Asian. Yes. yes. That yeah. character tends to be so general that yeah. it's hard to relate to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we have like a variety, our, a variety and like like specificity, yes. which I think people can really relate to. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest moments when I definitely cried, not in front of the person, but after doing our <laughs> uh, after doing our full production and just talking to audience members who not, like. We didn't know any of them. Mm-hmm. They were all strangers who just happened to see the show on the internet or somebody mm-hmm. else told them about this hilarious Filipino show and having these like really in-depth conversations about our culture and their experiences. And it's like, mm-hmm. that reminds me of something my tita did when I was younger yeah. or mm-hmm. having older, having older women. I mean, she's like, I thought you were going to make fun of me, right. but yeah. I feel honored now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Cause that, that happens a lot with um, POC comedy. Mm-hmm. They tend to make fun of the older generation. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, (laughs) as much as we make fun of them, we're also honoring them. And as as (laughs) crazy as we get with it, we always tie it back to we love you. And And they make fun of us all the time. Oh, 100%. So we're even now. Yeah. And the flip side of that, too, is like I recently saw a production of um, Next to Normal. And it was a a Filipino family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And, like, Next to Normal was, like, traditionally written for, like, a a Caucasian family, right? But there were aspects of... Something about it being Filipino and having the small details, like, instead of a fork and knife, there was a fork and spoon. (laughs) Um, uh, Something about that made me see my family in a way that I've seen enough theater. Like, I've never reacted to a story in that way Mm -hmm. where I can be like, oh, that's my mom. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, like... I understand because like the story somehow like just by chance really reflected something that actually happened in my Mm. family. And like, I was like, Oh, I understand my mom in a different way Mm. after like 30 years. Mm. So I was like, what if I started watching Filipino theater 10 years ago? I would like, I'd understand Mm. things, you know, with more depth. And like, that's like, I love theater because it has that (laughs) power. Right. But I never realized because I never saw me yeah yeah one thing oh sorry you're gonna say something i was just gonna jump off of something with that i was also gonna do that but (laughs) yes uh so my mom and i had seen the touring production next to normal back in 2011 Mm. uh because i love musicals a lot and i thought this might be a nice show that she liked to see because she's Mm. also the one who took me and my sisters to go see mervis shows when we were younger because she also loved going to see all these shows too she just never expected her daughter to actually want to go into the arts itself. That is a chance you can take when you start taking your kids to generally. He's chosen just like, Mom, like, what did you expect, really? Yeah. Uh, but we saw this production, and uh, there was a moment uh, in the second act where I looked over at my mom, and she was kind of, like, she was just like so, like, 
uh, gosh, what's the, what's the word for it? But she was just like so into it, and mm. she was so immersed by everything that mm. was happening. Yeah. And I, we were talking about the show afterward, and she was saying that like during that moment, she's like, yeah. I cried and I didn't even realize I was doing it. Mm. And my mom never, I've never really seen my mom cry. Mm. Yeah. And I asked her, she's like, so why do you think you cried? And she's like, because they're Filipino. Mm. I'm like, that's it right there. Yeah. And that's what I mean too. Yeah. But it is, it is, I mean, it, the, there is an importance to seeing yourself reflected. Yeah. Both on stage and, and, and in the media in general. Mm. Linda, you, I think, had a, a jumping yeah. off point. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. What was, I was going to say was like, when when shows like that that are traditionally written for Caucasian, I guess, actors or performers, when you hear it through a POC point of view, like there's a there's a song called I Miss the Mountains and hearing Ma'an sing that, it was mm. like, of course, the song makes so much sense. Mm. Like you listen to the song and you're like, oh, yeah, she misses the mountains, blah, blah, blah. But like hearing her <laughs> sing it was like, like knowing that she came from the philippines you know it's one of those things where you're like that's a that song is an immigrant story yes yeah you could it's it is it's about yeah. you know it's about like all of those feelings mm. of like i miss home and and like hearing all the different types of songs and, and things like that even the situation itself yes. it's like how young anyway i'm gonna we yeah. can go on yeah. yeah. but no, it's I like it's wonderful because yeah. it makes mm-hmm. sense the stories make sense to those audience members mm. yeah. who are being represented on stage. And there's something yeah. beautiful about it too, because it's not like they changed the work to make it no. more Filipino. No. It's just because the, mm. it was Filipino saying those words. There's something, there's like an opportunity. Like there's so much, it's like, that's the magic of theater. Yeah. Like the words can be interpreted <clears throat> in many different ways with many different intentions. And I'm excited to see like works like Next to Normal be yeah. represented through different kinds of yeah. families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's why it's so exciting and fringe to see original works now mm-hmm. coming in written by Filipinos, created by Filipinos mm-hmm. and POCs because it's, you know, we don't have to jump that extra hurdle. We've just written it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's yeah. right there. And whether people who, who are not us will get it or not, it's like, well, at least they've seen it. Yeah. You know? yeah. At least yeah. I know we're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we literally say that in our show, but yeah. Yeah. Like, we like, you might not get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We call ourselves out and everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I just want to shout out those shows too yeah right? totally like through the bamboo and monica versus the internet yes. in the fringe yes! yes we have a hashtag going philippinex fringe yes! yeah. yeah um aside from the fringe tent <laughs> what are you guys looking forward to at this at this year's fringe mm. oh man i yes. can't wait for people <laughs> To show, <laughs> come up to us and say that was surprising. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is, is that something? Is that something people? Yes. Oh yes. The time. Yes. time. We get that. Who? who says that? I'll tell you who. Okay. okay. No, 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 no! I won't do that. Not, I mean, not names, but who says that? It's people who don't think. Five Filipino <laughs> women can be, first of all, funny. <laughs> Second of all, can produce, write, and direct, like all perform this. And, yeah, perform, do everything for a show yeah. in the arts. And third, <coughs> assholes. <laughs> I, was, uh, no, 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 no. I was about to be like, you know what? Yeah, fuck those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which yep. is so funny because it's like, 
uh, people will be like, oh, Filipinos are so good at, like, singing and dancing and performing. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, what, Filipinos can sing, dance, and perform? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to see, like, five Filipino women on stage together. Yes. Yeah, like, that's a big thing. And even with, like, Through the Bamboo, and, like, they have a big cast. Yeah. And, like, to see that cast be on stage together will be so amazing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's just, like... It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be like this is the most I've ever seen Filipinos yeah. in like one place, yeah. and they're all states too. Yeah, because yeah. we're making oh. space for each other. Yes. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Honestly, yes. that's what I'm. I'm excited to yeah. see through. Like that's I'm so excited. Very excited to see through the bamboo. Yeah. And Monica versus and, the internet. And yes. Monica yeah. versus the internet is yes. just yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, now I've got some new shows to add to my list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what, what else are you guys looking forward to? Um. Oh, there's always Filipino food at the. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, is it I is always, it super good? Oh my god! Oh my god! It's, oh my god, it's, it's Tita Flips. Tita Flips Canto. Like yes. she's so good. Did you never Every... know with the with the, with the, with the <laughs> like, Sometimes like, they're like, "Here's a burger. It's kind of soggy." <laughs> when she's there, it's like, "Yo, yeah, that, <laughs> that is fed all I ate. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is legitimately all I yeah. ate last year during French was just Tita yes. Flips. When she was not there, I was like, "Oh, no, it's true." Like I would like go there for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Not because I was partaking in cringe, but I just knew that yeah, she would there. be there. And then I'd go about my dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And then come back for dinner. I might not have even seen a show. It's true. Come yeah. Back. Yeah. 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 It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else that you guys are looking forward to? I'm also just looking forward to just the community yeah. of the fringe. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's always so fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes um, in theater, I don't know why, but people can be so competitive. Yeah. You know? But I, I, in the fringe, I feel like the community just gets together, yeah. has a beer together. Sure. Yeah. And if you don't drink beer, non-alcoholic, you yeah. know, and it's, it's <laughs> I think that you're right about that. I mean, there is, there is some, some aspect of, of, of competitiveness because it's Toronto. But yes. um, generally, when people get together, mm. when we're when everybody gets together at the, at the fringe tent or wherever people gather, mm-hmm. you know, that competitiveness that they may feel inside is gone. Yeah. And everybody's mostly complimenting each other on the shows yeah. that they've seen yeah. and talking about the oh, shows they yes. loved. And, yeah, that's there, my favorite yeah. thing. There is one thing that I really love about the fringe choose that um obviously we've all like worked in the arts for a long time and we build our own networks but i always seem to run into people that i haven't seen in a long time yeah. at the fringe tent mm-hmm. and yes. whether and like and that's not because and like, that's really just because of busy schedules like i like i want to meet up for this day i can't i'm in a show how about this day so it's like i'm in tech and it's just like constantly like well We'll see each other when we see each other, mm-hmm. and that's always at the fringe. Because that's the time of year when your your pals are likely to, even if you both have shows in the fringe, mm-hmm. you can go and see a show. You can see each other after the show. Yeah, you know, you're gonna end up at the tent. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is funny that we still call it the tent. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just in like a space. There's it's no like, tent. It's a rink now. It's a, yeah. They call it the patio now, but everybody yeah. still calls it the tent. Oh, it is called yeah. the patio. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like we're, this whole hashtag thing that's charged to start. Yeah, yeah. but we're in for everybody. It's still the tent. Yeah, we're gonna start a hashtag they tent have, forever. They, have, <laughs> they haven't had a tent in like ten years. That's true. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring a tent. We'll bring a tent. And just like be the colors of the flag. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be right 
besides you to flip. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> so then it's like easy access. It's like, so basically, we'll have the bamboo in there too. Spot where you guys can go and eat, and then you just sort of yeah, come yeah, out yes. get some more and go back. Why didn't we do that last year? I don't know. I'm like already planning. I'm like, I wonder what the prices are in Canadian town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know where to find us. Yeah. Yeah. Just look for the big tent. <laughs> <laughs> Every joke has truth to it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like flagging it in my We're going to talk about this in the group chat after. Really. Yeah. yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, want to shout out our fifth member who's not here. Yes. 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 Yeah, our fifth member, Ann Paula Bautista. She's in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. But we have Ellie Posadas who's joining us, who's yeah. amazing as well. And yeah, she's she couldn't be here today, but yeah. Awesome. We'll, we'll see her at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. It's been a lot of fun, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. This has been a Homebody Productions production.